but lube mm. and oral sex. What? That, do- that doesn't make sense to me. Something's not adding up here for me. The maths ain't adding up. Well, get the dog to record a hostage video as well. So Mia Khalifa doesn't have the longevity of, a, say, Lisa Ann or whatever. But um, I can't believe we're having this conversation, by the way. <laughs> Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we take the best bits from your favorite late night shows and package them into a podcast. So for today's episode, we'll be bringing back the classic game, News or Not, as well as discussing some social etiquette on Mind Your Manners. Anyway, to wrap up the week is me, Miguel. We've got Rohit. G'day, g'day. And Sen. Howdy. Um, boys, this week, I want to start with um, Mia Khalifa. And I feel like we should be starting every week with Mia Khalifa. Um, so I woke up a couple of days ago and I was looking through... For, uh, Wait, where's this story going? Waking up. Where's it going, Sonny? <laughs> I, was going PG. Th- I was going through uh, Facebook and I see a Fox Sports article and it says, porn star's weird Aaron Moy obsession continues. And well, they got me instantly. I'm like, now I've got to know. And so I open it and the first line is just amazing. It starts off with... Um, Adult film great and noted West Ham fan Mia Khalifa has once again <laughs> expressed her love for Socceroo star Aaron Moy. Adult film great. <laughs> They've proclaimed her as a great. They've got a ranking system. Um, look, there's really not much more to this story other than the fact that Mia Khalifa talks about two Australians, like two musty Australian soccer players, and puts her puts them in her fantasy Premier League team. Um, Jeez. Well, no, let's it. just define. I just want to chat about. Greatness, um, you know, because you, you define like a, a footballing great, longevity, you know, statistics. <laughs> great is not the sort of word you throw out willy-nilly. Uh, the thing about um, Mia no, Khalifa... I agree. There's got to be some sort of... What, what are the metrics to be called a great? So Mia Khalifa doesn't have the longevity of, a, say, Lisa Ann or whatever. But um, I can't believe we're having this conversation, <laughs> by the way. No, but she has the legacy. <laughs> she has no, the legacy because... The cultural impact... I think the best comparison for Mia Khalifa is like Marco Van Basten, for example. He had a very short career, but in that <laughs> Marco few, Van Basten. But in those few years <laughs> of his prime, he was the best striker in the world. And obviously, uh, injuries took him away from us. But Mia Khalifa, very uh, similarly, had a few years where she was just absolutely prolific, you know, for lack of a better word, um, and was watched and revered by many, many millions of men around the world. And I, th- for that, I feel like the Marco Van Basten comparison is a, you know, it's doesn't give the respect to Mia Khalifa. Mia Khalifa is in the top echelon of, you know, names you throw around. Marco Van Basten, you ain't here a lick of him. I bet Rohit doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> yeah, never heard of the bloke. Got to give some respect. Anyway, that's that's all I had to say about Mia Khalifa. Let's move on. <laughs> but speaking of uh, footballers, uh, Marcus Rashford um, is a striker for Manchester United and he actually did a pretty good thing this week. Um, so he, he grew up in a lot of poverty and he often had days where he had no food or whatever, right? Um, trivializing what he went through, his trauma, but for the purposes of time, I'll shorten it. Anyway, so this week he pleaded to the UK government to continue their like food stamp uh, system where they basically give out free like vouchers, food vouchers for kids who are underprivileged and in poverty. And so the government was going to stop it. And then he's just like, well, what are you guys doing? Like, this is so important, especially coming into like the school holidays and with corona and whatnot like these kids are going to need food and so literally the government and like boris johnson you turned their decision based on one guy based on one footballer and so like this guy's 22 here we are talking about mia khalifa or at nine o'clock on a monday night and this man <laughs> is making millions of dollars and making actual change to the world and i just wanted to point that out that we're absolutely useless compared to him now nah, big yeah. up marcus it's always weird when you say like 
you, I'm getting to the age now where you're seeing athletes who are younger than me. And like, especially in like the Olympics where there's like gymnastics kids who are like 16 winning gold medals. It really puts into perspective to me every time it happens. Thank God it's only every four years. <laughs> yeah, but those kids also basically had no childhood. You know, they were basically enslaved by their parents from a very young age. And with the gymnastics yeah. and shit, like, you know, you're not making any money from that. Let's be honest. You're just, you won yeah, a gold true. medal. Like, well done. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You were the best in the world at your craft. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> only like 15 people do your craft anywhere. <laughs> Marcus is earning a big 200k pounds a week. Same age as us. So there's your comparison, boys. Jeez. Yeah, it's a bit depressing. It's all right. But like, just, like, just out of curiosity, right? Like, you know, Marcus before tax. Actually, so before tax. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what he's asking, making after it. But like, in general, right? That's a, like, this is a good example of celebrities using their, I guess, cult status for good. But like, do you think that celebrities have too much power? Like, should, like, it's good now that he did that, right? But should he have been able to do that at all? If that makes sense. Uh, that's, that's a heavy question. I, well, he has the platform and I'm glad he's, you know, in a, in a alternate scenario, he could have been using that platform to rile up white supremacists and whatnot. I mean, he's black, but that's... <laughs> As a man of Kithian descent, he's going to big up white supremacists. Oh, dear me. That's the inferiority, no, inferiority complex. Yeah, coming bit through. of Clayton Bigsby. Um, but no, he. Um, this is something that he uh, experienced as a young man, and of course he wants to bring change to people in similar scenarios. No, but my, I guess my question is this. One, one more thing, right? My question is this, right? Let's say, let's say he had his platform, but he was just like, oh, you know what? I actually want to make... Um, I, I particularly love enslavement. Let's uh, let us... You know, can we change the law around that? Well, 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 no. The lawmakers will be like, exactly. no, enslavement is wrong. It's not like his word is the, end, the be all and end all. Oh, Marcus like, said it. We must do enslavement. <laughs> we must go back two hundred years. I think that yeah, answers your on, question, right? I think I think very much so. All right, boys. I want to bring up Frankie the Fox. Um, so for us who've been who are on the uh, UNSW discussion group, this is all we've fucking seen this week. So there's apparently a fox on the UNSW campus, and there are some geniuses out there who thought it was a good idea to go pet the fucking fox. And so three people, <laughs> three people have been bitten by the fox this week. Um, I just I can't believe it. <laughs> did you Did you see the video someone posted of them going up to the fox? Yeah. Um, right. They're the surprised that they got bit. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, I'm gonna say the first person who got the fo- who got the fox bite. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna slander them too much because I'm thinking mm. like, if I was in that position, yeah, I was thinking like, I, I might have you know went to pat the fox, but then the thing is, he posted this experience online, and then people saw it and then went searching for the fox, did the same thing, and got the same result. And I think they got a, they had to cop like a three hundred dollar tetanus shot as well after that, right? They had to um. To fork out some cash for their for their for their sins, yeah, because like tetanus, rabies, hepatitis, syphilis. No, so like apparently, um, one of the students got bitten, and then she went to hospital, and she was in the ER, and then while she was there, she saw another person at the same time who had also got bitten by the fox. <laughs> what are the chances <laughs> of that? <laughs> Mandem. Um, Look, but they got seven hundred carry acts on the discussion group. Worth maybe. Yeah, worth it. Worth it. But I'm just we'd do anything like, for seven hundred carry acts on that group. Just out of curiosity, who sits in the emergency department and just like, you know, looks to the person to their left and is like, what are you in here for, mate? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's not a chat that I would what, have like at the prison ED. where you ask what they're in for. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what brought you here tonight? I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a chat I want to have. <laughs> um, apparently people have been asking for the fox to become the UNSW mascot. Um, they've even named it, so Frank or Frankie. Um, 
I think poor Frankie's about to get shot though. So I think because in <laughs> in twenty 20- foxes pests. Yeah, so foxes were declared pests in New South Wales in twenty fourteen, meaning they can't legally be rehomed once ca- captured. So if they if they capture it, that's it. Brothers going uh, straight to the UNSW in heaven. All right. So speaking of universities, also this week, um, the government announced that they were going to uh, be changing the fees to some certain degrees. So. Boys asked law and commerce, I mean commerce, but law and commerce degrees are both going up by 28% um, and STEM degrees are going down by 20%. So they're trying to f- shoehorn people into more STEM-based degrees. Um, but the biggest one is humanities. So humanities have gone up by 113%. So anyone who's thinking of doing an arts degree, that's going to cost you about 50K now. 50K mm. to be a barista. You'd rather as well just go TAFE <laughs> instead. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, there you go. I've never, I've never thought about money like... To be honest, like I've never, if I wanted to study the humanities or the degree that I studied, I didn't really think how much it was going to cost, right? So uh, I'm not sure, like maybe it'll have some impact on some people, but to each their own. I think arts is a useless degree anyway. Yeah, I think it'll turn off a lot of people from doing arts degrees. I mean, to be honest, like if you're doing an arts degree, the only place you're qualified to work is like ancient Greece. So like, to be honest, mm. 50K, it's not <laughs> worth it. Migs, you do an arts degree. <laughs> I tried to stay out of this conversation. I was boys. wondering why the man was so quiet. Not worth. That's all I'll say. It's not worth. You learn about bloody social media for a semester. Final exam, forty percent. It's a Moodle exam that you can go and Google for. So if you want to pay if you want to pay big bucks for that, go ahead. And I didn't use Google if UNSW is listening. I did that in good conscience. <laughs> no, so they can't get you after the fact. I, I want to ask you, Mix, if if you saw the price hikes and like a year 12 impressionable student, would you have still chosen your degree? Yeah, look, I just like you, I didn't look at the cost of a degree in, in year 12. I just assumed they all cost the same, to be honest. So mm. didn't turn me off, but I'm sure there are people out there that'll look at it and be like, it's not worth it. Mm. So uh, I've got a cat update. Um, and boys, <laughs> I almost made the worst decision <laughs> of my life. So what happened was on Saturday morning, it's actually so strange, right? So on Saturday, I basically, the cat's just been in my room. She's... um decided to call my room her territory because like the feeding stuff and her bed and stuff are here. So I decided to, you know, basically close my door and let the cat wander around the house um, just to get a bit more of a feel because she's only been here a week. So she's still a bit scared about and nervous about going outside of this, her area. Um, so I went out, went outside, closed my door. Um, it's still inside the house. She's been wandering. She went to the bathroom. She likes that area. And then I'm basically watching the bathroom, but I can't see the cat, right? So I've just been sitting there and I saw the cat go in you know and then she was like wandering around heard her a little bit and then like maybe for two minutes i just didn't hear anything so i walked into the bathroom and i look around and like the cat's not there and like i'm not panicked at this stage because i'm like oh man the cat like cats love to hide they get in good places so i was like opening the doors i wasn't there went downstairs had my lunch just kicking back (laughs) still haven't had a lick of the cat go back upstairs to the bathroom and i see that the window is open and at this point i'm thinking like Oh no, <laughs> boys! One thousand four hundred dollars has disappeared after one week. Just walked out your window. Yeah, and so this this is where my heart started to like beat. I was like, "All right, here we go," because I made this comment to a friend earlier, just saying like, "If the cat escapes, like I'm never gonna find it," just because I don't know they're really hard to catch, right? They're nimble, stay away from people, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like panicked this stage. I get my brother. I'm like, "Hey man, I've lost the cat. Like, what's gonna what's going on here?" So I'm running outside. I'm having a look outside, just like desperately trying to search for this thing. And at this point, I'm thinking like, no chance, like it's gone, right? Turns out the cat was still on the roof and was too scared to jump down. So my brother climbed out of the window onto the roof 
found her sitting there. And so my question to you is this, what is the most valuable thing that you've lost, almost lost, heard about losing, thought about losing? Just make me feel better, boys. I just can't believe you went to lunch in the middle of all this. You decided, I can't, I can't find my cat, you know what? Lunch is calling. Because like the first thing I thought was like, maybe the cat just like ran across, like ran away from the bathroom outside of it before I had a chance to look, you know, because I was on my phone or whatever. I just assumed, I just didn't assume that it was going to escape because I made sure that all the windows were closed um, in my room and I told everyone to leave the windows there. And then I asked my brother, I'm like, hey man, my youngest brother actually, I was like, hey, did you leave the window open in the bathroom? And he's like, yeah, I took a fat dump, needed to let the air out. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. How did you know it was on the roof, but? Well, I was basically, I was a lot more panicked than my brother, right? So I was just searching the grounds. I was setting up like a search perimeter, you know, everyone holding hands, walking in a circle um, <laughs> in an outward direction. <laughs> but my brother was kind of smart. He he did the uh, the old retrace, retrace the steps. So he's like, you know, I know that this window leads to this roof. So he, he went out onto the roof and, and saw her like kind of crying because she didn't want to jump down. And the dumb thing was I closed the window door. So like I... Saw the window open and I was like, oh, I'm just going to close that. So it probably tried to get back in, but just couldn't. I just, I just wanted to know, Ro, Ro told us that he had a lost story and asked us to think of some stories and I didn't really know where he was going with this. So I've only got a story about, about lost AirPods, which <laughs> can't possibly compare to your lost cat. It's not even a good story. That's, that's fair. We can just leave it at that if you'd like. So this game is News or Not. This is the game where we delve into some headlines and determine what is real and what is fake news. So Rohit and Sen will be working together today and they'll get a point for every correct answer. So are we ready for the first headline, boys? Yeah, let's go. All right. So the first headline for today is petition underway to rename Columbus, Ohio, Flavortown, a city removes Christopher Columbus statue. Mm. Uh, so something we talked about last week, the uh, erasing of statues. Was, I don't know, is Columbus getting me too Was he... Is he not getting me too around the world? Yeah, yeah, he, he uh, was getting me too. I don't know. There's too many people to keep up with. P- petitions, petitions. Any man in their dog can make a petition. You know what I mean? Mm, that's so true. It's like, you know, it's not change.org or whatever. Official. Exactly. I like that. That's good from you, bro. All right. So we'll say this is true then? Yeah, I'm going to say it's true. I will say it's true. All right. All right. So you're correct, boys. It is true. As of last Friday, the petition had 8,000 signatures. And it's in honor of Columbus native Guy Fieri. Mm. <laughs> Fun fact so that's about one Ohio. boys. All right, second headline of the day. Go on. It's Go the, on, uh, it's, it's the only um, state in the US not to share a letter with the word mackerel, just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I'll give you that much. Where'd, where'd you learn that? Why do you know that? My, uh, my knowledge of things are just musty. And... Uh, Mackerel, Ohio, doesn't match. Only said in the US not to do it. No, that's unlucky for mackerel. All right, second headline, boys. Giant pandas finally mate after being married in Catholic ceremony. Um, I mean... Were they Catholic pandas? Because you can only be Catholic to get married in a Catholic church. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. They were <laughs> undertaking the ceremony in the Catholic way. They weren't Catholic pandas, no. They don't actively practice well, they can't, Catholicism, they- <laughs> if that's what you're asking. Well, then no, they can't. Like, it was probably, uh, you know, a mosque. 
or uh, <laughs> undergo the, the sanctity of marriage of a Christian Catholic marriage. If they're not Catholic, you cannot get married in a Catholic church. I thought if pandas are Chinese, they're Buddhist, right? By definition. Mm. Are you saying all Chinese people are Buddhist then? Ah, I'm pretty sure. Touché. I'm pretty sure other religions. Isn't it? No, isn't there a religion? It's... Actually, I'm not going to say what I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put that. Look, say I it and we can edit it out. Screwed. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think Could you're be. right, Sam. I think just if you're playing the number game, uh, Buddhism is probably the, the way to go. So why would they get married in Catholic church? But do pandas get married? I thought they just do the deed and then move on. They don't have one partner. Uh, are they? Yeah, I don't know if they're monogamous. I think maybe pandas are one of the other other animals that are monogamous. Should we be do much. taking note of the panda and maybe adopting their polygamous lifestyles into ours? <laughs> Where has this spiraled? There's a headline, boys. It's it's news or not? Sorry, what was uh, the what was the title again? <laughs> Giant pandas finally mate after being married in Catholic ceremony. Nothing to do with polygamy, Sen. All right? No, but they waited till marriage. Let me keep you on track as well. Oh, that's true. No, but then as if pandas have that kind of reasoning in their mind, are they capable of that? Am I underestimating pandas? <laughs> I don't really, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know how dolphins they are say sentient that they're, beings? Yeah, but dolphins are like kind of like humans in the fact they're like kind of intelligent, right? I don't think pandas are on that spectrum. I think the real oh. question is here is do pandas follow the word of God and Jesus? That's mm. that's the that's really what the crux of this headline is, and in think, you know in danger Buddha. of underestimating the pandas, I reckon this is fa- fa- uh, fake. Yeah, I'll agree with you with that as well, Sam. All right, we didn't need that three minute spiel. <laughs> it is fake. That's two points to you, boys. <laughs> fucking our pandas monogamous. What polygamous is what the fuck is this podcast? All right, third headline for today, boys. Panicked white woman calls police on statue of Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> this this reads like an Onion article, like Batuta mm. or something. Um, it's a lot of statue questions, uh, headlines this week. It's the theme of theme of the month, no? Flavor of the month. Uh, um, it can't be really. Real. Yeah, I, I was actually going to say, yeah. Can it, on. can it be real? Maybe, okay, let's say maybe it was like a dark, you know, she was walking at night. And it's dark. Mm. She doesn't really know the area. And she turns around and she sees this eight-foot figure just looming over her. And, you know, it's yeah. a dark, dark figure. And then, you know, one could make that assumption that she was in danger. So she could have seen a statue of Martin Luther King and called the police. I'm not going to say it, it couldn't have happened. It could have. <laughs> it would have made news. It would have made big news. That's true. We would have heard of it. That's, that's good thinking from you, Roy. I, I, I'm thinking it's true, Sam Thorin. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going with this. What are you gonna lock in? I'll just I'll happy I'll follow your lead. We'll say it's fake. All right, all right. Three for three, boys. It is fake. Thank you for leading me <laughs> the other <right> direction. <laughs> all right. Next headline: Kosher lube puts oral sex on the menu for Orthodox Jews. <laughs> Uh, what is kosher? Is it like the Jew version of halal? Am I allowed to say that? Blessed by rabbi, I don't know. So I don't know if you guys know this, but halal is like, for something to be considered halal, right? (laughs) It needs to be killed in the direction of like the Mm. sun and it has to be killed in one hit. So it has to be a one hit KO. You know what's funny? I know for a fact this isn't the first time you brought this up on the podcast. (laughs) Have I? I know it for a fact. When, When did I? I don't know. 
Are you yeah, surprised I, that you might have brought this up before? Uh, yeah, I would have remembered, I think. <laughs> no, you literally you literally describe what halal means, which did you I, just did. Did I say the following up follow-up joke to it? No, what was the joke? Yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, you did. No, go on, go on. Oh, okay. If I did, then don't worry. No, I was going to say, yeah, does that make coward punch victims halal then? Yes, you've made this exact <laughs> joke, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Kosher, kosher is, it just means clean and they have to do some sort of blessing as well. Mm. Um, but I think, what was the re-headline again? Please just repeat that one more time for me. All right, I'll repeat it for you, boys. Kosher lube puts oral sex on the menu for Orthodox Jews. But lube mm. and oral sex? What? That, do- that doesn't make sense to me. Something's not adding up here for me. The maths ain't adding up. And is that is this suggesting that that wasn't allowed before, like without the lube? Yeah, well, I'm just going to say it's false straight away. I want to I clean sweep here. All right, we'll say false then. Fortunately for you boys, it's true. <sighs> what? It's a true little article. From, from what I read, oral sex is a bit how you're going in Judaism, so... Apparently, I don't know how kosher lube fucking solves the problem, but here's what it is. <laughs> the man's Johnny, the man's meat rod was apparently unclean, <laughs> apparently. Could do with a wash. Circumcised nose, it'll always clean. <laughs> Anyways, go for our fifth and last headline for today. Ohio maker asks if colored population is hit hard by coronavirus because they don't wash their hands as well. Do you have another <laughs> Ohio fun fact hero? I've used my one and only Ohio fun fact. Ah, damn. Um, it's interesting. It's very. Just think of mackerel, row. It'll Ohio... guide you. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking where Ohio is in the states. Could where be. Is it? Could be quite a racist area. I don't. I know. think it is from memory. I think right it is. Now. I think it is quite conservative. The whole I know about Ohio is LeBron James from there. It's the <laughs> east, north, Akron. central region. It's the what? The it's in the central region. East, mm. which is yeah, uh, you know, the flyover states. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking this is probably something that could have happened in that town. Uh, right, yeah, I, I reckon this is true as well. All right, that there you go, boys. Four from five. It is right. He he apologized afterwards, but his apology was, how you going? He's still like, why is there a link between colored people and high coronavirus? Mm. I may have worded it wrong, but it's a genuine question. Good That's basically what his apology was. Good to double down. Yeah, I'm going to really enjoy that clip out of context as well, Mix. So um, I'm going to like that. Kush, please don't put that at the start. This is Mind Your Manners. It's where we discuss the do's and don'ts and correct etiquette to help you out of your next awkward social scenario. So Rohit, do you want to start us off with a scenario? Yeah, so I uh, had something happen to me this week, which gave me the idea for bringing this segment up. Essentially, I was um, on the way to a friend's house. I was driving and um, maybe like five minutes into my drive near my area, like the place that I know, I um, I basically stopped and I saw like a dog running outside. And so I was like, okay, like what's going on here? It looks like it's like escaped its owner. So I parked it. I like got out of the car and then I basically picked up the dog, saw the person's um, name and number on the collar, gave it a ring. And then, um, so what, what happened there? The person came back and he was just basically like, thank you so much, blah, 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 opened up his wallet. And then pulled out a $50 bill. He said, do you want the $50 bill? And I was like, ah, nah, like it's all good. But now looking back on it, I was thinking, should I have taken it? So my mind you matters is this, rewards. What do we do here? Is it acceptable to, because like, it was not, it was not like a reward lost dog $50. It was just like, oh, thank you for finding my dog. Here's $50. You refuse free money. I don't mean, but like, I felt bad, you know. Is everything Okay. No, I'm actually worried. Oh, what a life crisis is hitting. 
No, it's not that everything was everything was fine. But I was just wondering, like, I don't want to take this guy's money for just doing a good deed. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm actually concerned. I just want to go back. Like in the ten years I've known you, <laughs> you've never once turned down a free meal, let alone free money, and like not even a five yeah, or a ten. This was a, a pineapple he gave you, and you said no, sir. Keep it. <laughs> That's why I think I felt more bad. Like if it was a, it was if it was tenner, fiver, I would have probably taken it. Thank you very much. You know, there's like you know for a fact there wasn't there wasn't a bounty over. <laughs> do you know for a fact there wasn't a bounty on his dog? Like a good like posters up. <laughs> <laughs> how do how do you know? What if he was looking for it? What if that was a fifty he was willing know. to give anyone? Yeah, I mean that is true. I mean, how much does he value his dog? Obviously, fifty bucks, and you you turned him down. Like okay, right. Let's say your dog went missing, and someone brought it back to you. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, yeah, let's switch the scenario. Let's say someone brought your dog back to you. Would you feel obliged to give him money? Like, probably not, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't know why I asked you. You're an idiot. That was <laughs> no, I reckon, I, no, I reckon I reckon Rohit would offer, but expect him to also turn it down. Yeah, He'll be disappointed true. if they took his money. Well, I'm, I'm a cashless man. Like, I don't have... Like, what, do I have to look for his bank <laughs> What if they have a tap and go fucking facility? What if they got that? Beam it. What if they whip out their beam it, scan my code, Get my yeah. username and trust me 50. I mean, that would actually be a new age. I was going to say, is $50 too low for a reward? See, I was going to say that as well. Is that all your dog's worth to you? Like 50 bucks? Mm. But then again, you can't be throwing around hundreds of dollars to any Tom, Dick and Harry who brings your dog back. Like that's... Again, like what if you jumped in his backyard, stole his dog and then gave it back to him? Like, you know, you kidnapped mm. it and then sold it back to him. Where do you draw the yeah, line? Like- the thing is, though, with the with the money, I just don't, I just don't, like, it was just a very uncomfortable situation, right? Because I wasn't expecting him to offer the reward. And he's just like, oh, here's, here's $50. And, like, he had, he had taken it from me, or he had taken it from his wallet and then basically just handed it to me. And then, like, he put me in an uncomfortable situation where it was probably more uncomfortable to say no to the money. But I still did it. <laughs> oh, what a dick offering you $50. All right, let, okay, fine. Let's say he offered you 20 then. Would you have taken it? Hmm. I think, I think probably like, I don't know. I just felt I was, you know, I have a dog. If I lost my dog, I'd be pretty sad about it. I'd be grateful for the fact that the guy brought it back, but I think it's a public service. It's a, it's a public service that needs no reward. What if he offered you sexual favors instead then? <laughs> no question. Well, I would, no question, snaps baby. Up. Snaps it up, baby. No, hypothetically, if you saw a poster an hour ago that said missing dog reward $50, mm. you're taking the 50 at that point, no? Yeah, I would take I would take the pre-established the reward. reward for it. So how do you not know that's the scenario? How do you not know there was posters up? They just didn't but I'd see. Be just in good conscience, just in good conscience, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do it if I didn't see the reward posting. You know what I'm saying? I reckon you could have profited more off this. You could have taken the dog home and then mm. mailed the guy one of the dog's toes, and then <laughs> like, well, get the dog to record a hostage video yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. you take a picture. Cue <laughs> cards behind the camera and get him to read out. Yeah, you get the dog. Like, I am safe. Why me 10 Bitcoin? A picture of the dog with like mm. today's newspaper to show he's still alive. <laughs> and like, if you want to see Lassie alive, give me, why me $100,000. Uh, my favorite part about all those hostage things is like the um the, the letters they leave with the cut up magazine. <laughs> yeah. that, that is, dude, I, think, I think that's only from movies. I don't think anyone actually does that. Nah, this but this was your chance, bro. Yeah, I've always wondered what I would do in a hostage situation, but usually the other way around, not as the actual captor. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think to go back to your original thing about rewards, I think, yeah, I think it's situation-based. I think, I reckon, yeah, if I was in your situation and the guy offered me the 50, I probably would have said no as well. Mm. Just purely because of just how awkward it is. But is. Is it like, have I offended the man by not taking his money? Do you know what I'm saying? No, you gave him but his dog back. Thing. Is it like... No, but is it like is it like when you're at a relative's house and they offer you food and you say no, that's considered rude in some cultures. 
Yeah, but if you're at a relative's house, the relatives offer again a second time. Did this guy offer his 50 a second time? Nah, he's pretty happy to put it back in his pocket, which made me Yeah, then there you regret. go. He's not offended. He's happy. <laughs> you did him a solid. You got him his dog and you saved him 50 bucks. He, he, the man was putting oh, the $50 well. back into his wallet like halfway through Rose. Like, no. <laughs> Maybe you should have uh, negotiated. <laughs> you should have been like, give me 100 <laughs> Was the dog still in your possession at that time? Or did you already hand yeah, it over? No, no, because it's a pretty big dog. So it was on the floor, but I was like holding, holding his uh, collar. Yeah, so you still had, you still had leverage. Sends right. Mm. Well, there you go. You know, I'll learn for next time. I'll learn for next time. I've, uh, I've also got a uh, money-related one as well. Funnily enough, um, so I went to see my mates a few weeks ago, and then I went and parked my car in a car park, and it was one of those paid ones. Anyway, so I parked my car, I, l- I fucked off, and then I came back, and then I went to go pay. And the thing is, it only took cash or card, like physical card. And as people or people who know me, I don't carry my wallet around. I've just got my phone and I just pay pass everything. So I couldn't pay for my car to get the car out. So I had to literally call one of my other mates who had already left. I asked him to come back and give me cash to pay to get my car out. And so the, the, <laughs> the, payment, was, um, the payment was $15. And so he gave me 15 bucks. I paid for it. And he's like, look, don't worry about it. Uh, just get me next time. Actually, no, he's like, just don't worry about it. $15, who cares? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to pay you. So I paid him in the end. But my question is, what's the least amount of money someone has to give you for you to just be like, all right, whatever, I'm not going to pay you? First of all, $15 for parking, a bit steep. It was like four hours of parking though. I guess it depends on the relationship you have with them, no? Like, is it a back and forth where like you'll pay for one meal and the next meal he'll pay for that one? Because if that's a relationship, then I don't think the money, like the amount counts. So it was like one of my old workmates and this was the first time I'd seen him in like five months, I reckon. Yeah. Nah, that's a payback because you never know when you're going to see him again. Exactly. You can't yeah. return the favor soon. So I feel like, yeah, beam him 15 bucks. But then what if it was like yeah. five bucks then? Does the scenario change I- if it's going right? Yeah, I was going to say it does. Because like the thing is, also it's like the situation itself. It's not like a meal. Mm. It's like paying for parking, right? Usually you'd expect it to be a couple of bucks at most. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> Ask you to pay like a couple bucks at most, but fifteen dollars for parking is very steep. That's quite expensive. Like that's a that is a meal. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, the question's not about the price so of the, the parking. The question is not about the parking. <laughs> <laughs> We're not analyzing the cost effectiveness of the parking. Do they like wipe down your windows or something? Like, do they serve <laughs> you a bit of a coffee as you're on your way out? It was a valet. No, it was actually a pretty dingy car park as well. To be absolutely honest with you. Um, I think it was twelve bucks as well. The boom gates that were that were that had gone down that you needed to that lift with the fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, no. So I actually drove up to the boom gate and I there was like a assistance button. So I pressed the assistance button. It's like, oh hey, uh, like, hello, how can I help you? And I'm like, hey, I don't have a cash. Or I don't have a physical card. I only have my phone. Can I pay with that? And they're like, oh yeah, you got to call that number on the side, and then you got to make the payment over the phone, and then get the billing <laughs> oh, receipt no. number. And then come back here and then tell me the receipt number and then it'll take five more minutes and then they'll let you out. And just I'm just like, what nah, sh- fuck it. What shithole did you drive to? Uh, this is in Parramatta. This is in Parramatta. Shithole? Oh, Normally they just let you out. Like when you ring, like you were there late at night, right? I hope. Nah, this was during the day. No. Okay, then fair enough. <laughs> no, because normally at late at night, they just let you go. If you like press the help button, they're like, oh, fuck, I can't deal with this. I'll just let them go. I know I used to do this when I worked um back at Hornsby Westfield um and we used to get staff car park and it was only three hours free but then every now and then I'd give them some sort of sob story um over the PA and they just and it'd, like the parking would be like twenty bucks and I'd be like sorry man today was really work uh, really busy at work and I didn't get a chance to move my car and they're like oh, all right yeah whatever and they just let you out 
Surely you had one of those speeches memorized, ready to go. Should have tried your luck at that. I didn't remember. It's been a few years since I've tried to deceive someone over a PA system. Yeah, I'm always fan of the ghosts every now and then. Even if I do have my ticket, I still like to tailgate the person. Tailgate, yeah. <laughs> so you risk the broom gate smacking on the top of your car. Uh, it's all a lie. It is all a lie. They won't smack your car. <laughs> it's like it's like the elevator doors when they come in. If you just got to put something underneath it and they go back out. <laughs> so you're telling me we should be holding the boom gates for people, like how you hold an elevator door? Oh, absolutely. I, I think I actually think like paying for car, car parking is one of the world's greatest injustices. Like genuinely a rot. <laughs> and forget about the rent they're paying for the whole facility. No, what if it's like uh, street parking, like on the side of the road, and you have to like get a ticket? How can you justify that? Bro, the road's been built. Yeah, exactly. There are two <laughs> things rent? that grind my gears. Paying for parking and paying for public transport. I think both of those things, for some reason, I just have a gripe against it. Uh, I just don't, I refuse to do it. I agree with the parking, not with the public transport. <laughs> I think it stems from like the years of, the years in primary school where I got the uh, the bus pass where you just walk on the bus for free. For free, And it's just yeah. like instilled a belief within me that like, I should not have to pay for this. I got this for free once. Why am I not getting it for free now? He's, he's, he's just trying to relive his youth. The quarter-life crisis is really hitting. Yeah, properly. But, um, Sam, what was the original like, question, but, by the way? Yeah. Uh, I'd, say, I'd say under 10 bucks. I reckon like if you... Yeah, I feel like a tenner is a good... Like a, yeah, good, good, good black and white answer. Just because if it's like... If you're giving... If you have to give coinage as well... So, for example, if it's like coins are involved with the transaction, it's probably a no-go. You know, sack asking for it back. You just keep it. Are we saying the ten dollars is a general rule for everything, like regardless of parking, meal, whatever, or is there nuance yeah. to what it has to be for? So, if you're paying eight dollars for someone's meal, is it like a don't worry about it, I got you? Yeah, I, I think I'd, so. I'd probably allow it. Yeah, I'd probably allow. I, would, it I wouldn't ask for the eight bucks back. I'm not going to waste their time. And there you go. Ten dollars, and that's our official answer. Beautiful. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. And as per usual, we got our What Did We Learn? I learned that pandas are actually Protestants. I've got the uh, Eddie Wu subscriber count, boys. We've got Eddie is on 981,000 subscribers. Uh, YouTube to one mil, almost there. Keep fighting the good fight. It's almost there. Subscribe to YouTube, boys. You can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you can get notified whenever we post an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Critical Banter, where you can submit any questions for us or stories for any of our segments. All the links for those can be found on our website, criticalbanter.com. And as always, don't forget the Google Docs.